You're listening to Five Things with Lisa Birnbach. Hi, I'm Lisa Birnbach at home for our 100th podcast. Yes, 100. You know, when I began this podcast uh, almost two years ago, I yearned for just a little uplift, just for me. All my adult life, I've been used to being the funny one, the person who cheers people up when they're blue or bummed out. Uh, I'm always the one you can count on to, to be the funny one, and especially during dark times. But now, I don't want to celebrate. I feel this is a time to lament. I had expected the qualified candidate for president to win the election in 2016. And everyone did. I mean, it wasn't just me. When Trump won, it was the biggest shock. I couldn't believe voters took him seriously. It seemed like a practical joke that everyone was in on but us. Even Trump didn't expect to win, honestly. So for a while, we whined that privileged white wine. Oh, it'll be awful. Or he's not that interesting government. Maybe he'll ignore his responsibilities and we'll be okay. Remember, he was a New Yorker. We were used to him and his bluster. And at the end of the day, was a Planned Parenthood supporter and probably user and a New Yorker. But the week of his inauguration, things started to slide downhill and fast. The people, white men of a certain age, he named to his cabinet and yes, Betsy DeVos, and yes, Ben Carson, were not only grossly unqualified for their positions, they were people who seemed to be in favor of undoing whatever their department's mandate was. I mean, Rick Perry wanted to close down the Department of Energy before he was named to run it. Betsy DeVos had zero interaction in her life in public education, and she's been gutting it ever since. And there goes the rest of the cabinet. I became more and more morose and downcast, and some of my friends were actually concerned. The Lisa they knew and could count on was no longer reliably up and cheerful. So by spring of 2018, I decided to just focus on the little things that I enjoyed. Kind of a classic gratitude exercise that I know people do at night before they go to sleep or when they wake up or when they meditate or have their kids do it at dinner time. So I wrote down five things, right? How hard is that? Lilacs and the scent of, of lilacs and the delights of fresh basil and the taste of the first corn of the summer and a book I had just finished and enjoyed. And it wasn't that bad. And you know, I got into a rhythm and by summer I was recording this as a podcast and in due time, the little podcast became an interview program in which our guests shared their five things too. Even when I became spitting mad or discouraged, the 10 things in the podcast left at least the two of us, my guest and me, in a better mood. And it seemed to work with listeners, too. So here we are almost two years later, and it feels like we as Americans and members of the global community are standing at the abyss. Righteous indignation has been subsumed into violence. Anger and hurt are everywhere. I'm actually enraged most of the day. 
So, in honor of the protests and the protesters, and in the memory of George Floyd, David McAtee, Breonna Taylor, Tony McDade, Nina Pop, Ahmoud Arbery, Eric Garner, Trayvon Martin, and so many other Black people murdered for being Black. This week will be different at headquarters. No lilacs, no oat milk, no great Netflix series, no, no. Today I pause with you all, try to take a breath and think about how we function, both with a government that doesn't listen to us and distorts our message for their ends, and as people living together in close quarters during a pandemic. I know we're distracted. I know we're miserable. The work that we as white people have to do is substantial. We have wittingly and unwittingly become the oppressors. And not become, we have been the oppressors since this country was born. Now is the time for study and reflection, and I will endeavor to do better and to be more mindful in my interactions with people of color. I leave you now with a poem written by my teacher, my favorite teacher in college, the wonderful Michael S. Harper. This is Brother John, recited by him. Be kind to one another and act natural. Bye-bye. The poem is called Brother John. Black man. I'm a black man. I'm black. I am. A black man. Black. I'm a black man. I'm a black man. I'm a man. Black. I am. Bird, buttermilk bird, smack booze and bitches, I am bird, baddest night dreamer on sacks in the ornithology world. I can fly higher, high, higher, I'm a black man. I am. I'm a black man. Miles, blue haze, miles high. Another bird, more miles, mute, mute miles, clean, bug-eyed, unspeakable, miles, sweet mute, sweat miles, black miles, I'm a black man, I'm black, I am, I'm a black man. Train, Coltrane, John Coltrane, it's train time, chase the train, it's a slow dance, it's the train in Alabama, acknowledgement, a love supreme, it's black train, black, I'm a black man, I'm black, I am, I'm a black man.
Brother John. Brother John plays no instrument. He's a black man. Black. He's a black man. He is Brother John. Brother John. I'm a black man. I am. Black. I am. I'm a black man. I am. I am. I'm a black man. I'm a black man. I am. I'm a black man. I am.